This podcast audio is from episode one, What a Six-Year-Old Taught Me About Forgiveness, from my YouTube channel, Being Happy Anyway with Glenn, also available on Instagram, Facebook, and the website, beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. Have you ever jumped to conclusions without knowing all the facts, only to regretfully find out later you were in the wrong? A few years ago, I was a first grade teacher at Heliotrope Avenue Elementary. You can see it behind me, thanks to Google, for the Los Angeles Unified School District. It took a lot of patience to teach first grade. To try to make my life a little easier, my homework stuck to a, a pretty set schedule. And the Wednesday homework involved us going to the library at the school after lunch and the students picking out their favorite book. And then they would take it home. And that evening with the parent or guardian, they would read the book together, remember their first graders, and then they would draw a picture of their favorite part of the book. And then their parent or guardian would help them write one sentence explaining what their favorite part of the book was. Well, one Wednesday morning, my phone rang in the classroom. And I hated when my phone rang in the classroom. I thought, don't you realize I'm teaching 31st graders? Can you talk to me later? But something in my box, you know, this is before we had a lot of email. But anyway, the phone rang and I answered it all irritated. What? What do you want? No. I said, hi, Mr. Heap, room four. And uh, they said, oh, we wanted to let you know that the library is closed today. I said, what do you mean the library is closed today? Why is the library closed? They said, because we got some new books in and we have to put some stickers with the barcodes on the books. And I thought to myself, can't you do that after school or on the weekend? Anyway, they said the library was going to be closed. So I was a little frustrated and I hung up the phone and I thought, this is going to throw off my homework for Wednesday. What am I going to do? I didn't say anything to the students. I continued on with my lessons. And then we went to lunchtime. During lunchtime, the librarian actually approached me and she is a very nice lady. To be honest, her name was Rosa. And she said, hey, Mr. Heap, I know you're a little bothered that your students can't get their library books. And I thought of an alternative that we can do. And I said, oh, I'd love to hear that. She said, why don't you come to the library and we have a big cart you can borrow. You can choose maybe about 50 first grade books, put them on the cart, wheel it down to room four, and then the students can go through those books and pick a book off of the cart. And I said, well, how are you going to know what books they have? Because we were used to that little scanning device on the barcode. She said, well, we'll have to do it old school, where we used to do it. She said, the books actually still have cards in them with the name of the book on it and just have the kids, like we used to do back in our day, write their name and then room four on it. You, after school, you can return the 20 books that they don't borrow. I said, Rosa, thanks a lot. That's really helpful. So I was grateful for that. Lunch finished, but not before. I went to the library and got about 50 first grade books and I wheeled them down to the classroom and had them waiting. I picked up the students from the playground and walked them into the classroom and they said, oh, it's time to go to the library. We're going to the library. I said, oh, no, we're not. What do you mean we're not? Today's Wednesday. We always go to the library on Wednesday. I said, well, today's a little different. The library is closed because they've got some new books in and they have to um, record them and put a barcode sticker on them. What are we going to do? How are we going to get a book for our homework? I said, well, look at this card over here. We have 50 books that are at first grade level. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call 
the tables. There were five tables in the classroom with about six students each. I'm going to call you up table by table, and you're going to look for a book. And then what you're going to do inside the book, there's a green card. And you'll take out that card, and then you're going to write your name on that card. The card has the name of the book. And then write room four. Okay, so then I showed them, for example, if I was Hector, I would write Hector 4 on the card. Okay, I was nervous deep down. I was worried that they weren't going to do it right since they were barely six years old and that I was going to get in trouble for losing books or something like that. So I was a little bit nervous going into it. Anyway, I called them up table by table, and they began to choose their books. And then I remind them, be sure you write your name down on the green card. And then I told them, okay, once you've written your name on the green card, bring it up to me. And so they began to do that. And eventually we got through all five tables and I had many of the cards, but I suspected I didn't have them all. So I said, okay, check in your book and, or, and around yourself and see if any of you have any of these green cards with your name on it and then bring them to me, okay? And so a few more stragglers brought me the cards. Then I said to the students, let's see if everyone has given me their library card. How many students are here today? We had it written on the board, 30. Okay, so how many green cards should I have with students' names in the classroom, number four on it? They said 30. Okay, well, let's count together. So we started counting. One, two, three. That's always good practice for first graders anyway. And then we got to 27, 28, 29. I have 29 cards. How many students are here? 30 students are here. Well, I have 29 cards. So one of you didn't give me your library card. I need that card. Who didn't give me their card? I gave it to you, maestro. Yo te la di. I gave you the card. I said, hey, I didn't ask who gave me the card. I asked who didn't give me the card because we're one short. They got quiet. I said, you know what? We're supposed to go to the afternoon recess and the clock is ticking and we're not ready to go to afternoon recess because one of you didn't follow directions and one of you still has a green card. They were quiet. They were a little nervous and apprehensive because I was a little angry. I said, you know what we're gonna do? We're going to find out whose fault it is. We're going to find out which of you is causing us to miss afternoon recess. Stand up. All of you stand up. I am going to read your names on these cards. And one by one, as you hear your name, you'll sit down. One of you will be left standing. And that's the person whose fault it is we're not going to recess. Because they didn't follow directions. And they wasted your time and my time. So I read the names, Alejandra, Jose, Maria, Manuel, Rafael, Fernando, Hector. And everyone sat, except one girl. And I said, Marisol, ¿qué pasó? What happened? I gave it to you. I gave it to you. I promise. Yo te la di, maestro. Are you calling me a liar? I don't have it. Did you hear your name? It's your fault. We're not going to recess. Now look around and find that card. A little tear fell down her cheek. She hardly even looked. I just started looking at my cards again. 
just count them again. The class was quiet. And I got all the way through again, 27, 28, 29. Wait a minute. I noticed a clip on one of the cards and I took it off. And what do you think it said on the card behind the one with the clip? That said Marisol, room four. She did give me her card. Somehow it got stuck behind another card of the paper clip. And I immediately got this sinking feeling. I felt bad. And I heard something inside of me say, Glenn, tell her you're sorry. She didn't do anything wrong. She gave you her card. All the kids gave you their card. Tell her you're sorry. I said, I don't need to tell her I'm sorry. Let's just go to recess and tell them not to worry about it. And we'll just write another card, make up another card. You tell her she's crying over there. You made her cry. You were a little harsh on the class and you were a little harsh on Marisol. Just tell her you're sorry. I swallowed my pride. Marty, she looked up. I found your card. You gave it to me the whole time. It was underneath another card with a paper clip. It was an accident. It was nobody's fault. But I'm sorry that I yelled at you. I'm sorry that I made you feel bad. You did what you were supposed to do. All of you did what you were supposed to do. Let's go to recess. So we lined them up, went out to recess, we played, and I just felt emotionally exhausted from the whole experience. We lined back up after recess and we came back in the classroom and I was going to do one more afternoon lesson, but I was just so tired and fatigued from the whole thing. I said, you know what, class, instead of doing our afternoon lesson, I'm going to let you take out the book that you got from the library from the cart and you can go ahead and start looking at it. Don't start drawing your picture yet, though. Just look at the book and do the best you can to read it. And then I just sat down, did some deep breathing. And I looked over and everybody was reading their book and they were happy except for Marisol. And she was drawing. And I thought, hey, I told them they're not supposed to draw anything yet. I thought, well, don't yell at her. You already made a mess of things. Just let it be. So she was drawing away and the other kids were reading. Finally, the bell sounded at 2.43. That class was over. And they lined up and I dismissed them. And they all left except Marisol. She was still working on that drawing. I let her be. And she came up to me with a drawing and she brought a picture. I don't have it here, but she brought it. There's a picture of a cute little girl holding hands with a skinny bald guy. And on the top it said, I love you, Mr. Heap. I was taken aback. I was surprised. I was moved. I heard this little girl that I made cry in front of the whole class was so quick to forgive me and drew a picture of us together in which she said that she loved me. I thanked her for the picture. I told her I was sorry again and she scurried her way home. I think about that day in that moment many times. I think about what we learn from children that sometimes it is easier for them to forgive than it is for us adults. And I wonder what if that a similar story had happened in today's world in a class of adults. Probably somebody would have videotaped me scolding that student, probably would have written me a bad review and spread the word that I was mean and impulsive.
I was so grateful for her, for her quick forgiveness. It's been a lesson to me to try to forgive, to try to forgive quickly. And it was also a lesson to me to listen to that voice inside of me that when I made a mistake, to admit it, to apologize. And I'm really glad it turned out the way it did. I'm thankful to Marisol for what she taught me that day in room four of a first grade class in Maywood, California at Heliotrope Avenue Elementary School at Los Angeles Unified School District. Now it's time for our sing-along. We're joined by my little doggy, Josie. Hi, Josie. And we're going to sing. And don't worry, I can't sing either. We're going to sing Wonderful World by Sam Cooke. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. Don't know much about geography. Don't know much trigonometry. Don't know much about algebra. Don't know what a sliding rule is for. Maybe by being an A student, baby, I can win your love for me. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. But I do know that I love you. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this You can find the video version of this podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or on the website beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. This channel does not provide therapeutic advice. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional medical diagnosis or treatment. Please seek advice with licensed therapists in your area.